Welcome to Wild and Free, a Battleborn podcast. This is Jacob, and I'm here, as always, with my co-wrangler, Allison. Hey, guys. So today's episode, we are going to talk about something that's very passionate, or a passion of both of your co-wranglers. That is volunteering. Um, And actually, volunteering is how Allison and I met. Mm -hmm. Many years ago, Allison was a volunteer at the organization I worked at, and... From then on, I mean, the podcast was born, well, many years later. Yes. Well, I was just a wee little girl. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Yeah. I mean, I, we won't say that. Okay, we won't. (laughs) But yes, that is very true. Uh, It is through volunteering that we met. I always tell people that the best people in Las Vegas, my best uh, and closest friends um, I all met through some sort of philanthropic, philanthropic endeavor. So that's, right. I mean, there's so many great things that you can get out of volunteering. You should primarily yeah. do it to give back to the community. Obviously, there's a lot of people in desperate need. And throughout right. the year, this is something that we see throughout the year, nonprofits see um, surges in yeah. volunteer mm-hmm. engagement. But we are all about giving back in any way possible at all times of the year. And definitely... Like meeting like-minded individuals is a selfish reason to get involved, but a good reason nonetheless. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, of course, I'm biased. I'm a volunteer manager, but mm-hmm. I also volunteer, and and I think it is really important to know. Um, there's always something. I mean, I I always tell people like find your passion. What do you What are you passionate about that may be completely different than what you do at work? So like maybe you sit in an office all day and you're like an accountant and you want to do something else. Well, volunteer. That's your best bet to be able to like give back, learn new skills, um, experience something different than what you do every day. Right. And if you haven't determined yet what you are passionate about, I'm of the idea of just getting out there and donating one hour of your time just right. to get a feel of what some of the nonprofits in town offer our community. So go down and, you know, go serve two hour, a two-hour meal at the Las Vegas Rescue Mission or Catholic Charities or go clean up a park with Get Outdoors Nevada. Right. Just get out there. The um, the idea of compiling this list for you, which is not extensive at all, is just no. to give you a sampling of the different nonprofits in town and some of the volunteer op- opportunities that they offer. And so I would just say go out there and just you know, give back and you'll find, you'll find your passion eventually. Right. And so, you know, part of our reason again for doing this is we want to make volunteering accessible to everyone. We want you to know it's easy to do. Um, It does require a little bit of work uh, on the forefront, but like it's totally worth it. And, you know, we want you to give it a shot. See what you like. Yeah. And uh, kudos or double points to you if you're able to bring in your entire family. Once my parents came out to visit me and I made them go down to Catholic Charities, we um, helped out in their dining hall. And it was a really rewarding experience for all of us. So I would encourage entire families to sign up. Oh, for sure. I mean, that that is the best way to do it. I volunteered with my family as a kid. I brought them here once, and we, they, we I took them to a project as well here oh, when I worked for United Way, and we did a project together. So. As you can see, we're volunteer uh, junkies. Yes. Need that volunteering. Yes. 
So um, I hope you enjoy this and uh, get involved, y'all. So the first one that I'm going to uh, just wanted to uh, bring up, obviously, is very near and dear to me. That's Catholic Charities of Southern Nevada. They offer assistance to community members in vulnerable situations. They offer programs for children and mothers, seniors, and the homeless uh, population. And they have volunteer offered, uh, opportunities that range from assisting with meal service for the homeless and for the homeless community. They also have meal preparation for their Meals on Wheels program. And you can also assist with greeting, sorting donations, and cleaning in the Hands of Hope Community Pantry. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so one of the organizations I wanted to talk about that specifically deals with, with adults, um, as most of the ones that I'm going to talk about today are, are youth-based uh, organizations, but U.S. Vets is an organization that serves um, veterans who are in a time of crisis. So oftentimes this means that they're homeless, um, they have addiction problems or whatnot. They actually have a housing facility as well. They're able to provide housing for some of those vets. Mm-hmm. Um, as I know you know, Allison, we have one of the largest, if not the largest, homeless veteran population in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's definitely a lot of need, um, you know, and while there is support and resources available for these folks, um, they sometimes don't know where to get them. And sometimes those resources aren't fantastic, mm-hmm. um, you know, particularly through through the Veterans Administration, which a lot of times there's a lot of barriers to access. Yeah. So organizations like U.S. Vets are around to really help out um, those individuals. And so, uh, you know, ways that I actually used to volunteer in the Career Center, and I would help the folks kind of develop their resumes, talk through them some interview skills so that they were able to then go out, apply for jobs, hopefully get jobs, and then move into their own housing um, as opposed to being at U.S. Vets. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's definitely a lot of opportunities there to give back, um, to help provide meals. They're always looking for, for people to come in and provide uh, help provide meals. Um, sometimes it's just talking to the vets and just kind of seeing how they're doing. Yeah. Um, oftentimes it's you know providing things like interview clothes. Um, so it's a really great organization. I think that um, you know, oftentimes you don't hear a lot about um, just because their their clientele is is pretty pretty uh, small or it's pretty niche. But because we have such a large homeless vets population, they are doing so much. And of course, with many of the organizations we're talking about, they all work together in order to provide the best services possible to our community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, right around uh, in the same area as the. Um as the vets, is the Las Vegas uh, Rescue Mission, which offers assistance in the form of food and emergency shelter to men, women, and children uh, in the community. And uh, volunteer opportunities range from assisting with serving meals, um, helping build hygiene kits to be distributed, Mm -hmm. and also collecting items to distribute to those in need. So big shout out to them as well. Um, also, there is Three Square, of course, which sources food, raises funds, and supplies local community partners with food and services needed to offer meals to those in need. And some of the volunteer opportunities that they offer are sorting and packaging food at the warehouse. Um, I've done that in the past, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's mm-hmm. very hot. It's really fast. Like <laughs> it you is get, you're, very fast it, pace. You know the most efficient form of supply chain management out there. Um, you can also help them fill backpacks with weekend food for children yeah. that would otherwise go hungry over the weekend, and also offer assistance during Restaurant Week, which I've done in the past. And proceeds from the meals purchased at participating restaurants benefit the organization. 
Um, so lots of good good stuff with them as well. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. I think uh, they're there's a they've done a lot in our community that wasn't happening before we had three square. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay. Um, so uh, one of the other organizations I want to talk about is Nevada Partnership for Homeless Youth, and so they specifically work with youth between the ages of twelve and twenty one who are in some sort of crisis and or are homeless. Um, so they provide a lot of services. They actually have a drop-in center um, that's located just across the street from UNLV. It's on Shirley Street. Um, it's actually across from Liberace's mm. old mansion. Okay. Um, uh, and they provide services there. You can just, you know, youth can just stop in, get a shower, do some laundry, you know, get get some food. Um, but volunteers there do a lot. Um, and so they there's a, a outreach events on Fridays where they can go out and actually interact with the youth. Um, they also need assistance kind of like, um, you know, helping out around the drop-in center. Um, again, also helping with some skill building for some of the youth, helping them, you know, get you know, prepare for interviews and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are also, they're always looking for, you know, uh, food donations, particularly ones that are easy for youth to carry around with them. So ones that have pop tops right. or that can be opened without, you know, and, and eaten without any, opener. any you know, utensils or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things they're always looking for too is like socks. Yeah. Um, and that's a big deal because um, you would be really surprised. Well, we're not surprised, but a lot of people would be surprised how many homeless youth we have in the community, how many of them are in Clark County School District. Um, and so it's a really big deal. Um, a lot of the services they're providing really go a long way in, in helping youth. They also have some transitional housing for youth. Um, they are really one of the biggest, uh, you know, if not the largest supporter of homeless youth um, in our community. And they, they do some really incredible work um, and are continuing to grow, uh, which is great. And they're, they're really, their goal is to end youth homelessness. Um, and, and they're well on their way, I think, to, to make it a big huge impact in the community. Um, another organization that, that works along with uh, youth who are in crisis and in homeless, um, but not always homeless, is Project 150. Uh, and so they specifically are working with youth that are in high school to provide them some of those things that, you know, the average high schooler has that, you know, we probably didn't ever think about needing when we were in high school. Their job is, or what they do is to provide those things to those high school students. So they have a thrift store where um, youth can come in and actually shop and there's like clothes that are fashionable and look just like the other people that are in their their school have. They provide school supplies. Um, They do other sorts of events, particularly around like prom or homecoming, um, and so they're a great, great organization as well. A lot of what their needs are is for um, people to help uh, deliver goods, um, to pick up goods, to also work in the thrift store, sorting through donations, assembling school supplies, that sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. um, again, something that really helps out kind of the kids that are the most in need, that are, you know, some of the most vulnerable people in our community. Um, and if they're not getting support uh, from home or from school, you know, where else are they getting that support from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed, agreed. Um Helping Hands of Vegas Valley is another nonprofit uh, that I volunteer with. They provide free assistive services to senior citizens in Southern Nevada. Um, I've helped out in the warehouse. Um, mm. So that what they actually do is they deliver uh, 
food packages to senior citizens. And I, I've wanted to actually sign up with them, but it, they require a bit more of a time commitment yeah. than I can really give. But it's a great opportunity if you're really looking for a, a chance to interact directly with uh, people on a recurring basis. What you do is you're assigned certain households. You go to the um, Helping Hands warehouse, you pick up the supplies. Um, and it's really cool. I've been, uh, I've helped out with the packing part. Uh -huh. and it's kind of like Tetris, like you're just packing in all the oh, stuff yeah, and the yeah. stars and everything. Mm -hmm. And they get like 17 bags full of like produce and stuff. And right. so then the drivers go and hand deliver it to the households and, um, you know, they build a rapport with the senior citizens. And it's a really nice way to, you know, be a constant presence in these people's lives. So I think it's a really beautiful volunteering opportunity. Yeah, they're fantastic. I volunteer there as well. It's, mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun. I really, I really like, and the people there are awesome, the, the volunteers and the staff and it's really awesome. And, of course, the seniors are very thankful. And at so. all of these places, like, none of these uh, organizations would be able to run without monetary donations and without volunteering vo volunteers helping out. So, um, yeah. again, they rely mostly on volunteers. It's a very um, important service uh, to deliver to the community. So, um, as people involved... In that sector, we highly encourage you to get involved. We're going to include links to all yeah. of these nonprofits for you to get involved. And I've got one more to talk about. Oh, okay. Yeah, kind of on the, the opposite end of the spectrum from Helping Hands yeah. is Big Brothers Big Sisters of Southern oh, of course, Nevada. yeah. Uh, so that is a little bit, well, it's a little bit more of a commitment or a lot of it more of a commitment depending on the program yeah. that you would get involved in. Um, but, but, but obviously, you know, Big Brothers Big Sisters is there to help mentor youth um, that may not have a lot of stable adult figures in their life mm -hmm. so they have a couple different programs where you can do that some of them are site-based so where you you actually go to the school that your little brother or little sister is at um, and actually interact with them there there's also a community-based program where you can then take your little brother or little sister out into the community and kind of do things with them outside of the school environment mm -hmm. so those commitments it really it, it's good because it can fit multiple you know, different types of schedules um, and, of course, different types of budgets because, you know, while it's it doesn't take a lot to be a, a big brother, a big sister, you know, if you don't have a car or if you're not able to, you know, if you're a student, you can still actually volunteer and give back with big brothers, big sisters. Mm -hmm. um, definitely for you men out there, um, there is always a need, a bigger need for big brothers than there is for, for big sisters, unfortunately. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's a, it is a big time commitment. Um, I have been a big brother before. I'm not currently, but it is something I want to do again in the future just because it is, uh, it is something that's really important and, and, you know, knowing that there's youth out there who, who need those mentors and need that stable adult figure in their life. Like it's a really great way to get back. I know when I did it, um, working with my little brother was really awesome, particularly since I was the I'm the youngest in my family, so it was actually like having a, a little brother, and we mm -hmm. got to do silly stuff and, you know, things that, that I haven't done in years that I was able to do with him and, and also, nice. you know, kind of like, you know, help him navigate through some of life's struggles that, you know, if you don't have, mm -hmm. you know, a, a male figure in your life um, or a stable male figure in your life, you may not know who to ask about that. That's so, very true. So not that I'm an expert, but I've gotten this far in my life. So I feel like I can at least share some of that knowledge with, with someone else. For so sure. yeah, For sure. They also, I don't remember the name of the program, but they have a special division where they assign, it's called um, like bikers for whatever. And what they do is they assign um, like these biker men 
to children that have been abused. Oh, right. Okay. And what they do is these biker gentlemen, they accompany the kids to court oh, yes. to be like their um, stronghold and kind of to intimidate their aggressor just to give them strength and, um, you know, uh, figuratively to hold their hand and help them through the process. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that is that is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Well, definitely, you know, these are some options for you. There's definitely way more than this out in the community, but we're going to link to these uh, places that you can give back. Um, it's definitely important to get back into your community. It's obviously, you can tell we're passionate about it. Um, we want more people to get involved and uh, definitely let us know where you're getting involved. So hit us up on social media. Um, and then, uh, you know, if there's someone we're not talking about too, like let us know. We'll get them on the podcast. Yeah, definitely. Well, cool, 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 cool. So, um, this episode has been produced, as always, by Jose Sotelo. Right, and he's also composed the amazing theme music that you've heard. Yeah. And research assistance is from Ashley Pacheco. And creative direction, our lovely logo, is cre- has was created by Berta Gutierrez. And then, of course, as always, the dog in the den of descent, the wonderful Contra Queen, Raven. Mm-hmm. And today, Dwayne the Kitty. Yeah, Dwayne the Kitty Gutierrez. Follow him at Instagram, Dwayne the Kitty. He's awesome. Yep. <laughs> All right. Giddy up. This has been Wild and Free, a Battleborn <laughs> podcast. Do the giddy up one more time. Giddy up.